Hello, and welcome back to the Wednesday Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden. Menu, please. And I'm your co-host, Ryan. Van- vanilla latte, please. Interesting choice today, Ryan. Uh, today, we also have a special guest, Lishi. If you'd like to say hello. What up? I'm back again. Are you going to steal the podcast this week, Lishi? Oh, uh, yeah. Of course, I'm just going to steal this now. This is mine now. If you say so, but I, I think you should... Um, take into account oh the timer just went off that's Ooh. disturbing interesting i don't know what that's about uh, one second. i'm just gonna be right back in a bit gotta do something okay. real quick sounds good uh ryan so this is our apparently our 11th episode of the wednesday Brunch podcast how does it's it make really, you feel it's really been 11 weeks honestly it, it felt like we started this like a couple weeks ago i do get that too it's it's an odd feeling you know just uh like at most it feels like a month but yeah 11 episodes 11 weeks that's like half our quarantine yeah it's a it's a pretty crazy kind of feeling that we've been around here for this long doing this um how's your week been going though so my week's been pretty chill honestly so i've just been going to practice and then this week i was supposed to get a break but then uh our instructor like told us to go to the seminar which would be held on was it uh saturday and sunday and it's just a bunch of stuff to help us on our journey what's the the actual thing the seminar about though so the seminar is just a bunch of different instructors from different like clubs and they're just going to talk about different things for example some of them is like how to exercise at home others are like uh how to get better at certain techniques and stuff like that and if if everyone do, uh, forget, then uh, if everyone forgot, I'm actually part of a kendo club, which is basically sword fighting. All right, that's pretty cool. My week's been pretty good as well. I've been going up, taking pictures, which is something that's so important to me. You know, you get that passion. There's some beautiful shots that I've taken recently that I'm very proud of. Um, I've been going yeah. out for jogs. That's the thing I've been up to. Trying out some new recipes, you know, working, of course, with the UFT on the research project, which I'm excited to say that uh, we're working, we're getting closer to the end with our focus groups that are going to be happening very soon. So we're going to be coming, coming, talking to some young individuals about how the coronavirus has affected them as well. I've been doing my Harvard justice course. And now that I remember that, I forgot to go over our menu for today. So today, of course, we're going to start off with our how are we been doing this week? I'm going to do your classic segment, Ryan. Uh, what's it called? Love it? Love it. Hate it. Why? Why? Yep. And we're going to do facts by Googles. We'll jump into talking about a little bit about a philosophy question from, I forget his name, but he is a Harvard professor. I think it's Michael Sandel. And then we'll jump into uh, a game, a special game um, that we'll reveal later. And then we'll do a little bit of, we'll jump into politics, but not like too deep. It's just going to be talking about uh, universal basic income, which is something that is uh, very, it's a very big topic. So, Lishi, what have you been up to this week? I'm here. Did you hear me? Sorry? Uh, yeah, you introduced what we were going to do for the podcast today, and yeah, it should be fun. <clears throat> so what have you been up to this week? That's what I... Uh, you know, just playing Minecraft, just grinding a lot. Um, made a lot of profit today or yesterday. Got uh, triple the profit I should make today. 
And yeah, also been jogging with you. You know, yesterday was pretty fun having a like jog. Yeah. Sounds sounds very fun. Um, Ryan, yeah, what are you gonna say? Like honestly, out of the three of us, Jane, you have like the most lively of lives. Oh, I try really hard. I try very hard to make it interesting. Yeah, it's really exciting to hear what you have to say every week. It's nice to hear. I try to make my life very lively and interesting because or else I get really bored and kind of like eh. Remember not to get burnt out. Yeah, exactly. I do try to relax. I just play Minecraft, so... Well, whatever makes you happy, Lucy, you know, that's all that matters. Um, Ryan, if you want to jump into Love It, Hate It, Why? Alright, so for all our viewers, this is our weekly segment of Love It, Hate It, Why. Basically, I give a topic and the guest answers love it or hate it and i ask why and hopefully different varying tones and then they give me a one word explanation why all right let's get started hopefully i can get through all of them this time okay so i'm gonna put two minutes on the clock and we start in three two one diamonds love it why shiny razor the brand Love it. Why? Good. Spending. Love it. Why? Profit. Running. Love it. Why? Healthy. University. Hate it. Why? Debt. I know. Exercise. Love it. Why? Healthy. Controllers. Hate it. Why? Peasant. Wow. Torture. Love it. Why? Entertaining. Creepers. Hate it. Why? Annoying. Insects. Hate it. Why? Annoying. Plants. Love it. Why? Food. Nerf guns. Love it. Why? Fun. Dogs. Love it. Why? Food. Microsoft. Love it. Why? Software. Sticky notes. Love it. Why? Notes. Swords. Love it. Why? Action. Boxing. Love it. Why? Healthy. Cooking. Love it. Why? Food. Puzzle games. Love it. Why? Hard. Steam. Love it. Why? Games. Okay, so we finished at two minutes and one second. So uh-huh. we, we got through 20 questions. And let's go through a couple of them. So you love torture? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's entertaining, okay, to just joke about torture and stuff like that. Obviously, I wouldn't actually do it, but, you know. Okay. That's you know, good to know for the record. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, you said you hated insects, but yesterday on our jog, you explicitly uh, talked a lot about cockroaches. You did. You did. 
Yeah, I never said I liked them though. In our walk home, the only thing you've been talking, you were talking to me about, were uh, how cockroaches were. Was it a substitute for all the food we eat? Great source of protein, I think he was saying. Protein, yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I like them as like alive. I want them dead. Okay. Grasshoppers uh, are good for that too, apparently. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What else? Uh, you talked about how you love of Microsoft software. Um, I mean it's pretty standard in like computers and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Honestly, in my opinion, I honestly hate software so much because it never works when you want it to. Oh yeah. And that concludes. My- oh, Jane, go ahead. I was gonna say Microsoft. I do like it, but you, I am. You're right. Like there's a lot of issues with it. A lot of that. Like even Apple too. Like their stuff is supposed to be efficient, but once uh, you ro- start running out of data, like a, or start running out of like space or storage, uh, stuff just stops working. Exactly. It's too bad. But yeah, it's just software in general. Hardware is a lot more reliable, in my opinion. Yeah, that's definitely true. All right, and that concludes our segment for today. Um, how many more questions were left on the board? You got through all 20 within oh, two yeah. minutes. You, you only went past by a minute, 82 milliseconds. That's oh, good. That's all good. Right. So 20 seems to be the sweet spot for questions. I think so. Let's jump into some interesting facts by Google, one of my favorite segments. So first up today, why is a nautical mile longer than a land mile? Something I had no idea. Nothing. Something I would never ask, but let's talk about it. A nautical Honestly, mile is based... Go ahead, Ryan, sorry. Like, we don't use miles here, so that's a hard no, thing to ask us. I know. It's still... Apparently, that's what Google wants us to talk about today. I'll just read the, the little synopsis, synopsis there. A nautical mile is based on the circumference of the Earth and is equal to one minute of latitude. It is slightly more than a statute land-measured mile. One nautical mile is 1.508 statute miles. Nautical miles are used for charting and navigating. See, interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we need to know that, but sure, why not? Oh no, maybe if we go to the U.S. someday, and we become like a geographer, or if we become um, a ship captain. I don't know. That's Navigate. also true. All right, so my first fact of the day: despite all the forests in Japan, there's one animal that you would expect them to have, but they actually don't. Jane, could uh, could you guess it? Pandas. Lishi. Hmm. So, give me one animal you would expect in a forest, but Japan does not have. Squirrels? Birds? Honestly, I think the first two are also are correct, but one animal you would expect to see in a forest is our wolves. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Japan does not have any wolves. Wow. But th- because they have been extinct for over 100 years. Ooh. What happened? What happened was, apparently, there was, I think... A pandemic for wolves. It might have been rabies. Wow. And the both subspecies, the Honshu wolf and the Hokkaido or Azo wolf, are both completely extinct. But there wow. have been sightings by some Japanese people, so mate, they are possibly still out there. That's too bad. That's that's very sad. Yeah, you like uh, you would expect that them to have wolves because it's it's there's like roots to wolves in their uh, mythology and all that too.
Okay, my turn. Let me pull up the next one here. How many hearts do octopuses have? Was it three? Yes. It is three. Um, I'll just go over here. Octopuses have three hearts. Two branchial hearts pump blood. Two branchial hearts pump blood through each of the two gills. Well, the third is a systematic heart that pumps blood through the body. Octopus blood contains the copper-rich protein hemocyan for transporting oxygen. So, I think hemo means blood, so whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's honestly, I forget where I learned that from, but yeah, it's interesting. All right, so fact number two for me is uh, I talked about I talked to Jane about how there was only one country in East Asia currently that allows same-sex marriage. Jane, could you guess it? Oh, one country. Ooh, you told me this. I forgot. I know it's not Japan. Um, it was a Singapore. You would expect it, right? But in fact, the, uh, Taiwan is actually the only Taiwan. East Asian yeah. country to allow same-sex marriage, and it was only been officialized of a uh, as of 2019, so last year. Is but the, in fact, they are actually the most accepting of a same-sex activity because those laws uh, just literally never existed in the country. And their constitution also bans all anti-gay discrimination currently. That's good. So they are they have to be the most accepting of a same-sex activity in all of Asia or East Asia at least. Well, that's good. That's nice. It's a nice thing to have as a country kind of slogan. Something we're just something to stand for. That's good. Um, so the next thing is, how many people have stood on the moon? For the moon people, of course, we asked this question. Was it five? Twelve. Twelve people. Twelve men. No women, actually. Have walked on the moon. Eight of whom are, eight of whom are still alive. All the landings took place between July 1969 and December 1972 as a part of the Apollo program. So how many of... Of them are American versus Russian. Let's see. I think this is the Apollo program. Uh-huh. So all of them are American. Okay. Because I think the Apollo program only had American astronauts. Okay. Yeah, because space is not one of my uh, mm-hmm. one of the best topics for me. Because I've been always more interested with the sea. Yeah. Okay. So, but I do have a fact about space since the next one. Jane, do you think? Do you think space has a smell? Yes, it does. It smells like burning something. I forget what it is. It's yep. It smells Fire. like ho- hot metal or seared steak, according to some astronauts after yeah. they've done a spacewalk. But it also sort of makes sense because it, it's just there's just a lot of floating metal and a lot of like floating rock. And also the the sun kind of um, yeah, it's, it's very hot out there. Yeah, Obviously. since there's no there's no uh, like layer to protect exactly any, anything from the rays. Mm-hmm. Lishy, what do you think? I haven't heard you say anything for a couple of seconds there. Well, I think it's pretty interesting. Sorry, I'm just like eating food right now. So this is such an odd know. thing to have. It's okay. Interesting, dude. Um, I'll jump into another question here. Let's see. How much was Manhattan Island purchased for in 1626? 1626? Yeah. So we gotta do the conversion. You uh, just make a guess. Make a guess. 
$1,000 back then? No, not even close. Mm. I'll go over it. According to tradition, uh, I don't know why I said tradition, but he purchased, someone purchased the island of Manhattan from Native Americans on May 24th, 1926 for goods valued at 60 Dutch golders, which in the 19th century was estimated to be the equivalent of US $24 or $680 today. <laughs> $680 today. Yeah. Oh my Bro. god. Yeah, the yeah. conversion's so difficult for me. Yeah. That's a lot. That's like I remember rich. penny candy used to exist. Mm -hmm. That's really surprising. $680. I could buy I could buy Manhattan if I was back then. I couldn't probably because they bought How it. How big was it? I actually don't know. Probably smaller because they did they did build on it because it's more man-made now. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Okay. So for the next fact, Jane, do you know the official or the national animal of Scotland? It's probably something interesting, like a, a bird, a quail, maybe. Well, in fact, the national animal of Scotland is actually the unicorn. Oh yeah, it is. That's a cool one. And they also they're also known for the Loch Ness monster. So I guess they just love their mythological creatures. But I'm sure, like unicorns and like giant sea monsters exist somewhere yeah. i just have a feeling they might i wouldn't be surprised if there was i something. mean i'm sure like horses can go through mutations that, that would give them like, a, a horn that one would be like pretty I, I think would be pretty like believable giant dinosaurs i'm not too sure but we'll see you never know the sea's so big yeah exactly I wouldn't be surprised if there was something that lived, that lived in the marina trench down there so deep. Mm -hmm. So, I'm getting a lot of space facts. Let's see if I can find one I like. Do any other animals lay eggs? How many do you think? Make a guess. Uh, like types of animals? So or like species? So. so Mammals. There's so how many mammals do you think? I could just tell you if you don't want. Uh, I'm gonna guess. Ask. I'm gonna guess one. It's not. It's two. But I don't like. There's no way you'd ever guess that. It's, it's a weird question. Only two kinds of egg-laying mammals are left on the planet today: the duck-billed platypus and the E C H I D N A or Spina antarctica. These odd monoterms once dominated Australia until their bearing cousins and marsupials invaded the land down under 71 million to 54 million years ago and swept them away. Yeah, the platypus makes sense. That, I think that was mm -hmm. the one I was thinking of. I wasn't sure so, about the other one. I don't even know what that is. Can't even pronounce it, but fascinating, I guess. Okay, I so... It's like a bird or something. Probably some sort of mammal bird I don't know. yeah like the platypus lore looks like a duck in some ways mm -hmm. so maybe there's some, like some relation there yeah all right so for my next fact it has been proven that showers actually do sp a spark creativity oh interesting. so for a 2012 study published in the journal called psychological science researchers gave volunteers creative problems to solve followed by period of rest during that period some were assigned demanding tasks while others did simpler tasks that allowed their mind to wander just like a shower does so it, so technically they did not like put, physically put people in showers but they simulated that through uh through whatever they did i'm not sure but 
those doing simpler tasks during the resting time were more likely to solve the original uh, creative problems. That's pretty cool. So yeah, so if you give your mind like uh, some simpler task, for example, showering, then afterwards you would have your creativity sh in theory should uh, be a lot better. That's good to know. I will keep that in mind. Um, I'll do one more final interesting fact. I've always wanted to go to Italy. It's on my bucket list. Technically, every country is. I want to go to all 195. But here's an interesting fact about Venice. How many islands does Venice have? Venice captured the impressionism of a magical floating city by setting wooden pilings on the 118 submerged islands in the northern end of the Adriatic Sea, 400 foot bridges and 170 boat canals connect the city to make it easily accessible to the local populace. Wait, how many islands? 400, um, 118 submerged islands. So oh, wow. it's like they have these underwater and they just built them up. It's pretty cool. Isn't the Venice the, uh, the city that's full, just uh, full of water and boats? Yes, it's the one that's currently sinking. Okay. Alright, I have one more fact for everyone. There's actually a country where twins are most likely or more likely to be born. So Benin, a country in Central Africa, is known for having the highest birth rate of twins in the world. While the world average just says 13 twins per hunt or per thousand births, Benin, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, Benin or Benin, is more than more than double that rate, at nearly th uh, 30 twins per 100 or 1,000 births. Wow. So, 13 compared to 30. That's a lot. I wonder where and that there's, is. Yeah, there's, there's actually uh, no singular reason that causes this. Mm -hmm. Some might believe it to be like magic or witchcraft, Other, but scientifically it could be because of genetics, diet, and even the mother's heightened thoughts. Interesting. But yeah, I heard Africa has a lot of uh, places that are just like really weird or out of this world that have yeah. like, really big... Or that's kind of cool, honestly. That places like that exist still in the world. That's so, so like everyone just sees it. Like it's just kind of boring in a way. Um, that's cool. Let's play a game. So, Lisa, you haven't played this game, but it's called Take a Trip. So basically, we start by saying, "I'm going to, um, I'm going to Australia, and I'm taking aspirin." The next player has to say the words with the letter B. So. I'm going to Australia and I'm taking aspirin. I'm going to Australia. Then you would, someone else would say, I'm going to Australia and I'm taking a banana. But you wouldn't be able to because like, they have strict laws on products. But just that's basically the example. Let me go through the alphabet. So I'll go first and then Ryan and then Lichi. So I'm going to um, Antarctica and I'm taking, um, mm, what's an A word? I'm not gonna use aspirin. Um, I don't even know what another A word is. Holy. Oh. I can't think of an A word. Let me look up an A word, then we'll start. This is sad. This is so sad. Do you wanna go first, Ryan? Yeah, sure. A -word. You go first. A word? Ryan. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to. Was it Antarctica? Yes. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking ap or apples. Oh my god, apples! <laughs> I, okay. For B, I want to say boat, but okay. Yeah, we'll start. Well, I'll use that one. Okay, I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking a boat. 
I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking a cucumber. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking a duck. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking an elephant. I'm going to Antarctica and taking a fish. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm bringing the gulag. Wow, impressive. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking high heels. Why not? I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking an island. I'm going Dishes. to Antarctica and I'm going taking a jack in the box. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking a knife. Who's it, is it next? Alicia. You're at L. Wait, what? You said knife? So K. What's after K again? Oh. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking a lion. I'm going to Antarctica. My god. I'm having just a brain fart saying that word. Antarctica. And I'm taking mom. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking. Um. Uh. Ooh. A nighttime pillow. I don't know. That was a long thing to say. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking Here, an octopus. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking Papa. Nice. Oh, I'm okay, I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking Queen. Uh, you at R. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking a race car. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking a sniper rifle. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking some tea for the queen. I'm going to Antarctica and taking an umbrella. I don't know if this can be very helpful, but okay. But I guess it snows. <laughs> Maybe. Is it my turn? No, it's somewhere else. No, I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking Venice. Wow, ambitious. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking a wagon. I'm going to Antarctica and taking yellow pants. I think you're at X. <laughs> it's X. Oh, I'm taking my x-ray there then. Okay, I'm going to bring some yellow pants. Okay. Well, I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking your mom. Okay, Bro. thank you, I guess. It's nice for you, thanks. You got two moms and a, and a dad. And the queen. And the queen. Can't forget her. I'm going to Antarctica and I'm taking a zebra. I mean, we got a lot of animals, and we're also bringing all of Venice, so I think... I think it's pretty good, you know. We're, we're, we're tagging Venice using the ropes. I mean, I also got the umbrella, so... Mm -hmm. And the wagon. Very helpful. And the wagon. Yeah. So, um, we wanted to talk about... We're gonna... We'll go over justice next week, because we're running out of time today. Let's jump into universal basic income. So, Ryan, we were talking about this the other day. What's your thoughts on it? Okay, so I'll just explain what it is first. So, universal basic income is uh, basically your government will give you a certain amount each month or each certain period just for being a citizen of the country. Which I, in my opinion, is honestly a great thing because first of all, if you give p people some money, at, like for example, once a month, if you give them like a thousand dollars a month, which is what Andrew Yang pushed in America during his mm -hmm. campaign, Imagine how, mu how much burden it would take off everyone. For example, if someone was paying the rent and they needed that money, they could 
pay the rent, but also have some money left over to spend on like food. And since that money's you like, unless you're buying online, is usually being spent back into the country. Exactly. It just keeps the economy rolling. It's definitely a good way, personally. Um, so I did some research and I came up with some pros and cons. Yep. So I'm gonna run those out. So the pros. Let's start off with those. Simple, simple and efficient to administer because basically it's not like certain people get the money. Everyone gets a thousand dollars the same month, and that's it's not the logistics because they were a lot of countries have trouble getting it. But just like we know who it's going to, avoids poverty traps, and so then that means like people aren't going to be um, living in poverty anymore because people are all going to have a thousand dollars, so they're all going to be able to go get food, be able to find a place to sleep. So they're not on the street or they're not struggling in that reduced. And that also connects to reducing inequality and poverty, homelessness. Um, encourages social beneficial tasks such as old age care. So that's a great thing. Helping the elderly because they would get money even too. So they yeah, can and, pay they, and I'm pretty sure it gets like just stacked on top of other plans. Exactly. That would help the because there's a lot of times that people can't afford to take care of their parents when they're old because it costs so much to put them in an old age home. So it's, it's not fair to them. Um, encourages individuals to take risks instead of a business because you have that money to fall back on. Yeah. For cons, actually no, do you want, I'll just go to cons. Um, the cons are pretty basic. It encourages laziness. So if you're getting a thousand dollars, like why do you gotta work? Why do you gotta assist society? Could discourage part-time work again because you're getting that money. It's gonna cost a lot of money to do because, like, everyone's getting a thousand dollars. Yeah, so that's the thing about Canada because in the U.S. they have uh, they're going to take that money from Amazon and it's a U.S. company. We don't have an Amazon here. We don't. So that so that money needs to come from somewhere. Exactly. It's a it's a difficult thing to get the money because there's already money going to all the other important aspects of the country like healthcare, um, education. There's so many aspects you have to like divide it up to, so it's hard. Um, it's going to cost higher taxes, like you were saying, because you have to get the money from somewhere. Higher income taxes could lead to incentives to work. So people, since they're getting more money, they have to pay more taxes. So like they wouldn't want to work. So, uh, then, so there's one thing about it. So, uh, for example, in America, they were going to take every take it from Amazon sales. Mm -hmm. For example, after every Amazon sale, they would take a bit of that money and siphon it back into that plan. Since uh, it's a lot more relevant here because we don't have that, like I said. Mm -hmm. And the last one here we have is could lead to uh, support for undesirables and criminals. So if everyone's getting a thousand dollars, that means the people that are committing heinous crimes are getting a thousand dollars too, which isn't morally wrong, but it's not something we really want to help. We don't really want to support these people that are, have done bad things for society. Yep. So there would be conditions, for example, like, uh, mm -hmm. you must, I guess you, you must be like working could be a condition, mm -hmm. uh, other conditions. Like if the money's optional, you can or cannot take it. So rich people could decide to take it or not. That's good. And maybe yeah. you, they'll put, uh, I guess a new marking for like a criminals, mm -hmm. maybe a criminal's done something or done or done too many years of jail and they won't be able to get it or something i'm not sure but that's all a gray area yeah it's definitely an interesting idea Lishi, do you have anything to add to our little discussion on this tell, tell us your thoughts um, about it yeah i think it'll 
be pretty good. The thing I'm concerned about is obviously like the taxes and how that money's gonna come from. Mm-hmm. So that is still a pretty concerning thing to uh, note if we're implementing one, uh, like uh, pay for a thousand dollars every month. Yep. So for example, like you could like fuel your Minecraft hobby forever. Exactly, yeah. Lishi. That's the the biggest pro for you, honestly. Yeah. You could go pay to win. Exactly. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Well, I think, um, I don't know what else to really add to that. I think it's, um, it's definitely something that definitely benefits society in a lot of ways, but it's, it's expensive, and that's the aspect that's like justifying the cost or the benefit. Yeah, and uh, one of our politicians, I think uh, his name, he's the Sikh one, whatever, Singh. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a, a huge advocate for it, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, he. I do. Yeah, he is one of those NDP leaders, and he's yeah, like, like, what's called. Um, if we're saying like a thousand dollars a month, a thousand dollars like times the entire population of Canada, it's going to be like a lot. Yeah, so, depending yeah, on the conditions to get it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, so cool. that's the thing. So, for example, like, Am- for example, Amazon was, uh, if they taxed Amazon, they would be, be getting a lot of money. But yeah, like like you said, here in Canada, we don't have an Amazon that could like contri- that no, could contribute that much to this program. Also, it'll it's take away from like, other programs and like other <clears throat> things Canada has to pay for. Yeah, that's exactly. True. That's the the biggest issue. Like it's an ongoing debate. Kind of yeah, and it's going to add to debt. But you know, I think it's worth it in the end. Anyways. That's about all the time we have today. Again, I want to celebrate our 11th episode of the Wednesday Brunch Podcast. Thank you all that have been joining us for the last 11 weeks listening to us talk. You know, sometimes I'm a little bit annoying, I'll be honest. So thank you for tuning in. Um, let's do our standard outro. Um, check, please. My name is Jaden. I've been the host of the Wednesday Brunch Podcast today. Credit, please. This was your host, Ryan. And I'm Lacey. See you in the next oh, one. Forgot about you, Lacey. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget it's about our guest. Great right. having you this week, Lacey. Um, right, thanks. thanks for the next time. Yeah. Bye bye.